This podcast is presented by Steak Sauce Media. Grab a joint, drop the veil, and cruise the multiverse with the Chronic Gals. Let me tell you a little something about the Chronic Gals. Just two best buds and their very best pals. Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree. So grab a joint and just fuck with me. Hey! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chronic Gals Podcast. I'm Ashleen. And I'm Riley. <laughs> We're we keep, here. That was like the first so time we've had to do cheesy. We keep forgetting to introduce ourselves. I know. Well, we so, remembered. We remembered now. I'm Riley. I'm That's Ashleen. Ashleen. And hi. Hi. Happy Wednesday. You're going to probably listen to it on a Thursday yeah. or sometime. That's not a Wednesday, but yeah. happy day anyway. Happy day. Who needs to smoke some weed? Uh, apparently we do. I think I do. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This episode brought to you by Capital City Chronic. Hell yeah. Rainbow Runs. I got to say, I feel like maybe it's just because we smoke this so much. just like off air that mm-hmm. I think I, we feature this this brand a lot. I feel like we did towards, especially towards the end of last season or whatever we're calling it that little clump of of episodes but yeah i feel like we did but we have not i don't think at all this since we've been back you know i think we did for the new year's live but i don't remember honestly i don't fucking know whatever anyway they're good they're good i gotta say the reason why i buy them is because one i like to smoke joints because if I just buy like an eighth of flour, my likelihood of just loading bowls and smoking through that eighth is so much faster than me just like dosing it out per joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I buy pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. I buy these because it's just a great deal. It's like $15 for five gram. Hell yeah. Gram. That's a great deal. Maybe $20. I don't remember. Still. But like, still, it's, still it's five grams deal. of weed for like 20 bucks. And I like their whatever. stuff. I like yeah. their flour. Me too. So, Capital City Capital Chronic. City Chronic. Shout out. Shout out. Rainbow Runs. Rainbow Runs. Shout out to you too. Should we <laughs> should we review their packaging? <laughs> should we make that a regular thing? Yes. Okay. Um. Only the basics. <laughs> Only the basic information. Your barcodes, your THC, your weight, your strain name, your logo. Yeah. And the tube, it's like a plastic tube. Could be a little bit more eco-friendly, but you know. But again, you're getting. I'm getting it for not expensive. Yeah. So I'm not paying for packaging, which is kind of nice right. to know. And you can actually reuse these little tubes. Yeah, totally. You can do a bunch of different things with them. Totally. So, tell us, Riley. Tell us some ideas for dupe tubes. <laughs> oh my kidding. gosh! Don't even get me back up on that soapbox. <laughs> I will climb on top of it. No, honestly, I found a bag. I found a bag of dupe tubes mm-hmm. from like three years ago that mm-hmm. I packed and like moved because I don't. I like just can't throw them away until yeah. now i've been i've kind of gotten over my like not fear of throwing them away but guilt of throwing them yeah away. yeah like the shame yeah but it's they don't give you any other choice because you can't just like have a bunch of these empty dupe tubes in your space either you know and yeah there are i mean there's tons of little things that you can figure out to you do know with them, but it's also like if i need them every single day if i had the energy to do this project i would link that like drill tiny little holes into them and weave them together into like a propagation station yeah mat totally totally where you could just put one little piece of plant in there and you could just propagate like a whole wall full of plants yeah that's exactly what i was thinking was like a propagation station yeah because even if you just take off the lid and then have a mat that's like you know like the shoe racks Mm -hmm. the over the door shoe racks Instead of making them, you know, fit shoes, you make much smaller little pockets. And then, totally. yeah, you slip that right in. You can have, propagate everything you want. You can probably grow herbs. Totally. You know? I've used them to store necklaces. You can propagate your weed plant. Yeah. Your, clones. your little clones. To Uh-oh. store necklaces. Yeah. When I've moved or packed things. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. So sometimes if I'm packing to go travel or whatever, I'll put some 
I'll take the label off. Which is probably the worst part. Taking yeah. the label off. Because yeah. they, I mean, we're a lot of times using cheap stickers that don't yeah. come off cleanly. I specifically the keep the, the ones that I can take the labels off because I just hate that yep. sticky stuff on it. Anyway, so put put a couple necklaces in the dube tubes. Put a couple joints in the dube tubes. Throw Love them in my bag. Love it. Except don't travel with weed. They're cracking down. Are they? Uh-huh. People keep... Well, I mean, these people who are getting cracked down are traveling with like pounds of weed oh. that they're just putting in a suitcase oh. like an idiot. You deserve to get your weed taken from Yeah. Me. But just anyway. Kidding. Nobody deserves... Oh, well, I don't know. No judgment. No one deserves to be put in jail for a weed, but some people can... Des- can deserve to get their weed taken away. Yeah. That's okay, a, that's okay, an okay thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. 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 Anyway. Is, I like this these rainbow strains. Rainbow runs? I, don't know, I know. Rainbow means. strains are always great. Just I'm going to look it up really, really fast. feel really good. What does oh, rainbow mean? Yeah. Genetics? Yeah. Even though yeah. Who knows? this rainbow strain grown at capital city chronic in seattle or whatever the fuck their farm is doesn't mean that it's going to be the exact strain that i'm getting the information on to the from the internet right i literally was typing internet into the search bar of duck duck go just now yeah rainbow (laughs) love that already stones strain Okay, this is from Leafly. <coughs> Rainbow runs. Wind, oh my god, Windica, Indica weed strain. Indica weed strain. <laughs> Windica, that's Windica. what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Indica weed strain made from a double cross of Skittles and Dosey Dough. Mm. Okay. Rainbow runs are reported to be more calming than energizing. Reviewers on Leafly who have smoked this strain say it makes them feel hungry, sleepy, and relaxed. The flavor of Rainbow Runs is earthy with notes of pine and berry. Yeah. Totally. I actually get that 100%. Totally. When smoked in large doses, the strain may make your eyes or mouth feel dry. So it's important to hydrate while you partake. Good thing we have a bevy of beverages. Good thing. Cool. So dosi dough and, and Skittles. Skittles. Which I believe do do comes from a Girl Scout cookies parentage. Don't know about Skittles. I want to see their... Since that doesn't really mean anything, I'm trying to look at the terpene profile. I'm surprised that there isn't a terpene pro- profile on Leafly you know, there. Sometimes there, if no one reports one, mm, they don't put one. They haven't updated it yet or whatever. But sometimes like the parent yeah, does have terpenes. Well, maybe I didn't scroll down enough. I don't know. Hold on. Please hold while I search for lemonine. Limonene. Limonene. Dosido is dominant. Dosido's dominant terpene is limonene. Okay. Love, okay. A, love a limonene. Love a little limonene. Love some limonene in the daytime. Skittles is. I guess I should scroll down. Skittles is caryophylline. Ooh, oh, that love, makes that's, like that's the, the pepper, earthy. earthy. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna go back to yeah Rainbow Runs and scroll down? Yeah. Rainbow. Oh, no dominant terpene. No dominant terpene. Oh, look, but it has Skittles. Similar strains. Dosey doesn't Skittles are right there, <laughs> and it does have the terpene. Yeah. CBG. Oh. There's CB one percent of CBG in dosi dough and one percent of CBG in Skittles. Ooh. So I would you could le- you could kind of guess that there's some CBG in rainbow, rainbow runs. runs. Yeah, you could hope. But I wonder how. I guess we need a, like a grower on. But I wonder how if like different different growing practices change the like characteristics like in coffee like the higher altitude beans 
have a different flavor than a lower altitude bean and if right. it's grown on like one side of the mountain versus well another side of the mountain you know like right. so and i know within like weed growing the different like light types and lengths and all of these types of variables right. play a part right but i wonder like how much it of like the cannabinoid comes out these are all valid questions for a grower probably right yeah i would i mean at least maybe we should ask dr pepper if she can get us in contact with that guy who could taste the iron in the totally. weed or whatever you yeah. know remember that yeah. story she was telling us in our last episode yeah because yeah. the, there was iron in oklahoma oil soil yeah. or whatever yeah here i'm i'm good for a minute I smoked like two bowls right before we started. Oh, I'm yeah. playing catch up. You're playing catch up. That's okay. Which is great. <laughs> um, cool. Well, yeah. That's a fun little treat. I'm trying to Rainbow see if I runs. can smell a oh, chirping. Not after you. It's been Not roasted, after it, no. toasted. <laughs> I did that and was like, that's yeah. <laughs> like no more. <clears throat> oh, there you go. There's more in the little package. She's sniffing. I mean, it is pretty limey and pretty earthy, caryophyllene. But berry, like, I, like, I feel like I've had a, this lotion before. There is like a definitely a berry mm-hmm. note. Mm-hmm. What are the blueberry? Like, what's a berry chirpy? Um. Oh man, I'm pretty sure it's that's like, in our book. It's like myrcene. Mm, maybe no, that's maybe? a thing more mango. Mango. Is it? Let's see. But like Blue Dream is really heavy in mercy, and I'm pretty, th- pretty sure. Sweet. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't feel like looking that up right I now. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I love the berries. Me too. The berries are some of my favorite, and I think they were they were like some of the first ones I would go for when I first started smoking, like the blackberry, blackberry Kush. <sighs> so the good. best. So good. So relaxing. Someone had a really so good flavorful blackberry Kush. Um, Who did we smoke a lot of blackberry kush of? Was it reserve? Why do I feel like it was reserve? Even though I don't like them. Back in the day, I think it came from like Victory Farms. Had a really, really good blackberry kush. Do you remember Victory Farms? I don't. You say that? I sold (laughs) it. So I I I held hundreds of their jars. I mean, I'm sure if I looked at them. They were in like a little, like a film canister shape can black and like <coughs> the sticker was a v i think like a peace sign and it was victory farms i don't know huh. like rainbow dots no, okay, i don't know it's fine they had a really good blackberry kush but i don't i think they stopped uh production in like 2017 or something it was like before it was while i was still working in the industry i don't know i'm gonna look it up because Eltopia, Washington. I don't think that's. Well, you know what? They might actually be growing, but as like a different name, as like a wholesaler. Mm-hmm. So they'll wholesale to other producers and processors to under their label. Which, speaking of producer processors, and I should probably look this up also before I start talking about this because this is totally. Um, oh my god! But I saw on Instagram that yeah this is so not anything i know about and i'm trying to even remember the profile (laughs) (sighs) i should i should just stop (laughs) but this is important because there's a bill in washington that is going to be passed that places another tax on it's either the producer i think it's the producer processor tax I really wish I knew what the <laughs> fuck I was talking about. Hey, maybe we'll make a note and then we can. I don't know where I put my notebook, but we can like post up yeah. on Instagram. I'll after. write it over here. Okay. Oh, good idea. I'll hold your microphone because I need two microphones. Just kidding. We don't need more taxes. We don't need more taxes, especially not. I- okay. You know what though? Yeah. Right at the producer processor level, yeah. like why do they need more taxes? This is the thing. We kind of agreed to this when we, like, approached legalization. We were like, yeah, legalize it. Tax the shit out of it. You know, that was half the, you know, that was, no, that was the entire reason the government conceded to start allowing 
legal sales of marijuana was because they could make a shit ton of money off of it. And but no, I because we've talked about this before. Um, I don't remember when it was a long, long time ago, but we talked about how all of these taxes really just end up back on the consumer because prices need to be raised because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah, prices need to be raised. Labor's costs need to be met. All these things end up really just being the person who's in pain, who's trying to get relief from their pain by buying their cannabis you know like yeah 100 percent. at the end of the day yeah you're taxing all of the companies or whatever but at the end of the day at midnight you're actually the buyer is always gonna be paying for it yeah and it's just again taking advantage of a community that is hurting yeah okay i found the freaking post whoop so Bethany Falcona, I think one of the owners or somebody that participates within the Falcona brand in Washington, posted on her story. So by the time you listen to this, it's not going to be up there anymore. Maybe she'll highlight it. Maybe I'll screenshot it. Maybe I'll message her. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get more information to you. Okay. She says, attention, Washington growers. There is currently a bill that is trying to be passed that will tax gross sales of producer processors please direct message me with your email address for details on how to comment against it okay i'll email her text her whatever you have to comment today the last thing washington cannabis needs is another gross tax which she might be meaning gross as the gross Uh, gross net yeah Yeah. or whatever like a tax on their gross yeah sales versus like a gross tax but i think it also just serves both ways no, we don't need another gross tax. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm just going to respond okay. to this Go right now. It. Yeah, because maybe, maybe if anything, we could just like talk to her about what this means. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could maybe Do we'll a, jump on a live. A with live. Her. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really good. See, this is look at us live, live, live making networking moves. in instagramming podcasting, podcasting content create content creating <sighs> while content creating i'm still only looking at I know. okay so we've set up now that we're doing video we have our camera and right underneath we've set up the computer the computer the computer, computer to be our monitor so that we can see what the camera sees but, but um, we're supposed to be looking at the camera but we keep looking at the monitor <laughs> looking at ourselves but we need to be looking at the camera. Good I've been trying to be better at it. Good thing I'm wearing my glasses today and my thick lenses make my eyes squinty anyway yeah. to anyone else. So and you I'm can't high, even see. So I, you just don't know where I'm looking. I'm just. I'm also checking to see that the thing is still recording. Oh, yeah, totally. I've been looking down at the audio. Yeah. So if you see us looking down, we're just like. We're just checking our checking stuff. Checking our stuff. Checking our stuff. Making sure everything's looking good. Sounding good. Oh, gosh. We're 18 minutes in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Time doesn't matter. Time definitely doesn't matter. And it definitely doesn't matter when you're high. Okay, should we get to our, like, topic for the day? Let's do it. Do you guys know what an egregore is? Has anybody else been hearing this term around the zeitgeist recently? So we saw a TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) You should... Are we going to play the TikTok? Well, do you want to, like preview it or like lead us in yeah okay so we saw i watched a tiktok that i then sent to ashleen because we talk about weird shit and she was talking about this idea of an egregore and i don't know she she explains it better than i think i probably could okay cool yeah let's get into it and then we'll yeah so this is um pretty fn spooky on on TikTok. tiktok And she posted this November 5th, 2021. An egregore is a group consciousness or a group thought form that is created intentionally or unintentionally. Um, This group thought form ends up becoming its own entity, which then has power or influence upon um, people or things outside of the group. So basically, um, so much energy is given to some kind of thought form from a group of people that it ends up becoming its own thing. It ends up becoming it ends up existing but it's often seen in the occult field uh when talking about how 
say ghost hunters go to a haunted location and they really really want something to happen they really want to catch something on camera and um, they end up unintentionally creating the ghost that they wanted to find you see this when you um, hear about like a child spirit at a location when no child died there and it, the, the myth doesn't really make sense you know um, oftentimes that can be a thought form or an egregore well, I don't know the original intent of whoever started this trend here um, with the sound being able to like give you good luck or have something happen. I do believe that enough people saw it and really wanted it to work that now it's kind of taken on a life it's of its own with each sound or song and that it ends up, you know, being plausible that it could create good luck or it could actually create physical reaction or response in the real world even though to begin with the song itself wasn't magical or wasn't really capable of these things okay whoa oh riley's doing o's she's doing smoke Sorry, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah okay so egregores a thought form that has a group thought form that where enough people have put enough energy into this one idea that it becomes an actual entity, entity in the physical world. Yeah. So what she was, well, I skipped the beginning, very beginning of the video, but what she was talking about was the trend on social media where it's like, watch this or listen to this audio three times and you will get, you know, I don't money know, or like money. save this, vit, this sound to your draft and, your ex-lover will come back to you. Yeah, they'll text you. Yeah, yeah. Some stupid shit. Or and something in your life will be great. And it's like, I don't want to say coincidentally because that's, it's happening to enough people yeah. that now it's like happening to people. Yeah. And it's it's become this actual thing just because so many people are like, oh, what if this happens? Yeah. Which is just such an interesting thought. So like Bloody Mary in the mirror. Yeah. Is an egregore. Yeah. I'd say Slender right? Man. Right. Isn't is an egregore. Right. Well, that one chick we were talking yeah. about before, like the teenagers. The, I think they were like 13 or yeah, something. Yeah, I think they were young teenagers. Um that like there was like a group of three girls and one of the girls like stabbed her friend because Slender Man was going to come well, yeah. or told her to do that yeah. or something crazy. So, yeah. That's weird. And then there's this new monster that one of my friends was telling me about Siren Head, and it's this like octopus thing, which I never actually looked it up. But this octopus thing that has like megaphone head, you know, like the of a megaphone. Yeah, I know like, exactly. Psh, 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 like all around. Yeah. And it makes this like crazy siren sound to let you know it's around. Like one of those tsunami warnings. Yeah. 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 Um, what the. And yeah, my friend was telling me that her nephew was like really into this creature thing. No, I'm good. Um, and I'm like, that could be another. If enough kids like start yeah. playing with this idea that there is this thing out there that could come and get you, like, yeah. it, it, I'm, it could definitely be a thing. Like, yeah, we as humans with conscious, like conscious humans, are powerful enough to create a lot of shit right and like we create our own reality anyway right so if you're putting your brain power to thinking about these things and i guess it could be a good thing or a bad thing or a th just a thing well yeah it, it just kind of depends on what the thought form is but even i mean think about like body just body image uh women's body image mm -hmm. in america for example or in the western world mm -hmm. you know like enough people started saying that you needed to look a certain way and that this was the beauty standard and now everybody is literally like bleaching their skin bleaching their assholes like yeah. in order to meet some These specific beauty standard that some people decided like war was like men in a boat in a boardroom right was like the beauty standard yeah so i mean it's not it, it's just egregores don't have to be something that's just in this paranormal mm -hmm. realm or this multi-dimensional realm it's just it's these things are yeah they're totally happening when you kind of look around and you're like wow our it, kind of our entire culture is built on egregores totally i would definitely say that you know yeah so then what happens if you start putting your thought towards other things you know like where the 
all of the egregores are coming down, right? They're all being dismantled as these simply just these thoughts. We're identifying that mm -hmm. uh, the body image thing is just programming, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what happens when we start to put our energy towards other things and other ideas and I just build had a an new interesting world? Okay, so if we play within the realm of simulation theory, love it. <laughs> And play with the idea that we are, okay, let me rewind up back, uh, rewind up back a little rewind bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I follow this person, Human Vibration, and she um, talks about like pretty wacky things. And she was posting her... I'm clearly on the internet a lot, but she <laughs> was posting her interaction with somebody where she was like explaining to her, to the person how we are basically like Westworld robots mm -hmm. and like 3D printed and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she, I mean, th she was really putting up good, some good points. Yeah. But so kind of living within that realm where we are robots like sentient ai mm -hmm. computer generated it like the reality that we live in is computer generated because like this this is created by something that is made a, up in our mind it's a projection yeah it's a well it's a projection of light right it's, it's like dense light right it's exactly light that's been densified so much it's become a physical object. exactly yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Let me With see if I can <laughs> go back to my main. <laughs> okay. So if we are AI robots, 3D printed, there's pro and we are programmed because our brain is programmable. Hence the programming, like our societal programming and things right. that we're deconditioning from right. like that all goes into our programming. Egregores could be are just like things that we are just randomly plugging into like okay. something that already exists yeah that you're somebody's noticing and then everybody's like awareness is going yeah over. yeah so yeah. An here's another weird idea stem point from that i'm just downloading right now um <laughs> So, you know, on some video games, you, there are like extra players that you can buy that plug into the game. Like, I don't really know what game. Like, on, I think I'm pretty sure on Animal Crossing, you can go buy an Amiibi or an Amiibi or whatever. And it's this like creature outside of the Animal Crossing game, like a Hello Kitty or something, like another okay. ca character okay. that you can then like enter its code into the game so then now like hello kitty is now a just villager like a, on my island and just like an npc hello kitty walking around yeah okay. <laughs> stay cool. with me okay no i'm stay here i'm me. here i'm here okay so <laughs> which anyway i'm grabbing the coffee so if those are just code that you can plug into the programming and they're just like things bonus bonus code code bonus pieces Egregores are also bonus code mm. so if we could collectively all think of like bonus code to, to like if because if, 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 if the theory that we are writing the hypothesis is if we are we're con like we are powerful powerful enough with enough people thinking the same thing we can create anything and bring it down right so we could create like money trees yeah, you know yeah like, yeah or i mean the money tree could be a not like a metaphor right you know like stop you in the lottery or you find a hundred dollars on the ground right. or some stock bonds yeah, yeah. or whatever like, like that's bot. what the ching ching chingo's money tree song right totally is right it's just like a code where you're like okay up down up down left right left right yeah <clears throat> dude i mean that's just what affirmations are totally because you're tapping into the, exactly the things that you want to see because i mean another i don't think we've talked about this on the show yet but just this whole idea that like 
the universe is an algorithm that feeds back to you whatever you whatever energy you put into it so if you start put if you're always focusing on the worst things that happened in your life if you Mm -hmm. always have the thundercloud over you if your car always breaks down you're always on your last tank of gas you know like that that then the universe is going to see you complaining about all that but see that you put all of your conscious energy and awareness into that and say okay they want more of this Mm -hmm. i'll continue to give them this i'll continue to give them things that are just gonna that are like i don't know it's just a replicating code right exactly however if you uh you know maybe you have the rain cloud over you but oh you can still see the rainbow while you're standing under this cloud and you know you're, you're able to find the good things in life and find what the things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. And then the, the universe is going to enter you into that feedback loop where it continues to give you things that you want and that you're continue to be grateful for. So even on that like individual scale, your con- wherever you plant your conscious awareness, the universe is going to rise to meet you there and give you back those things. Mm-hmm. So as to what you're saying, like we, when we all come together as a group and focus our group energy on an idea or a thing mm-hmm. absolutely we can pull that down from the, the whatever code? from the code and bring that into our worlds totally which i i mean like the more i'm thinking about this that is literally our entire society right is somebody was like look at this thing it's scary or look at this thing it's amazing like the super bowl like who the fuck cares about the super bowl like honestly like Literally. at the end of the day like Too sorry i'm <laughs> sorry if you like no offense all said with love <laughs> In play, place disclaimer here. <laughs> but um so yes but once we like turn it back around and look back at ourselves and really start to understand what we want and what we actually like yeah what we want so that we can pull the energy towards us so the universe can pull the energy towards us and magnetize all of that 100 mm-hmm. percent, and we can mm-hmm. make our own egregores mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just be subjected to, like, the egregores that we were, like, fucking born into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that just goes into, like, deprogramming and de- depro- yeah, deprogramming. deprogramming and deconditioning yeah. and, like, rewiring and neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity, and, bro. Um, so before we hopped on this recording... You were started talking about what Aurora said, and then I told you to stop talking. And yeah. Now I'm curious. Okay, so I'm taking that flying rainbow lasagna class, mm-hmm. and I think it was the fifth lesson is about consciousness and how consciousness works, how consciousness and awareness works. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, we talked about this on the live where we like ran, where mm-hmm. we like pointed the camera at the flowers, mm-hmm. and we're just talking about dimensions. So go back to that. Uh, you can. I guess I should probably do like a quick. Uh, yeah, just do a quick like dimension. Yeah. One on one. OK, so you have the. Uh, yeah. So you have the first dimension, which is a, a line. So maybe we decided no, it's a dot. It's a dot. First dimension is a dot. And then. But the second dimension is a square. So that's no. why I'm getting confused. The second dimension, I thought, was a, a dot bouncing. I know. Above. I think maybe the zero dimension is a dot because everything is contained within the zero dimension. And everything, and then it splits into a line because now it's like the first dimension. It ha- it like right. knows itself separate from itself. I'm okay. not sure. This is me just... Convincing uh, yourself? Yeah. <laughs> and then... So now you have your line in the first dimension. Okay. In the second dimension, you... Oh, you add motion to the line okay. and makes, to yeah. bring it into another dimension. And now you have a square because you've like scraped it along a new plane. And mm-hmm. now you have a square. That's the second dimension. Now you take your square mm-hmm. and you scrape okay. that whole thing across another plane. And you've given it a third dimension because now you have a cube. Mm-hmm. Take the cube and you scrape it along another dimension. And now you have a line of cubes. This is a timeline. Every cube is a moment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then is a moment in the timeline. And a moment... This is something that I kind of figured out is that a, a moment is the only time particle that matters. It's like the only measurement of time that matters. Right. And a moment is the time in between a, one decision and the next decision. 
Oh, I like that. So when you make a decision, you've made a choice to move on to another timeline. You've or or to stay on the same timeline or to go up to a higher t- timeline or down to another lower timeline Ooh. just based on your decision. Mm-hmm. So now we're back on this timeline, right? We got a timeline of cubes mm-hmm. and then you force that in another direction and you have 5D which is like a plane of cubes. Mm-hmm. And then you scrape that in the next dimension and then you have like like uh, a cube of a matrix cubes. of cubes right so this is a, a hypercube so within the hypercube right you have still have that original cube which is all the original moments so within the hypercube uh-huh. of ex- of reality are all of the options that could have ever possible all the possibilities that could ever exist in infinity and depending on where you place your awareness Whichever box you choose to place your awareness, that is what becomes true for you in that moment mm-hmm. in between decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can like in a moment decide that you are a fucking celebrity, I don't know, starlet and you can like get a gown and totally like hop on a red carpet and just like be a starlet for 30 that's seconds. what instagram is right oh totally fully oh my god that's 100 percent what instagram and tiktok is right but Social we have is. all been told that we are like on this timeline hmm. together in our reality like mm, so meta right right so like <laughs> that whole hypercube is the reality for one person right right and it's not even just a hypercube it's like hypercubes within hypercubes within hypercubes right. It's and it's lasagna. for one person. <gasps> so when you take all of those and begin and put them together, this is when you get the density of reality. Okay. Because you have now our realities are together and then now we have this. And So, you know, okay. I know we didn't get to the point in where we started, but I have a question. Okay. Based <laughs> on that information. If there's no one in the woods to hear a tree fall, does it make a sound? Well, is there a tree? Uh, yeah yeah no i don't uh, in simulation theory like yeah like the tree exists in infinity but if nobody's awareness is there is there even a tree and so if it falls does it matter because there is 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 there matter (laughs) oh but the point i did kind of get back to the point the point being wherever you point your awareness is yeah the box Mm -hmm. you're in for that moment along whichever timeline you choose so when we're all choosing Mm. to put our attention Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. the same box Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. on the same egregore box out there in the infinite hypercubeness then it becomes a thing that we're all anchoring to and then it becomes denser and denser and denser and like literally becomes matter brought into physicality whoa My brain imploded and then exploded and then imploded this into is the a flying, flying room. Lane. <laughs> <laughs> the flying class. It's just, yeah, it's all of that. I just <laughs> like, get that in my body. That is like some fascinating shit. Okay, so. A couple of things. <laughs> okay, great. I don't even know where to start with all these questions because I have a bunch. And they're all theoretical. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'll start. Okay. <laughs> so. No, this is. I'm just like. There's so many ideas I know, happening. It just like inside. flooded. Like it activates <clears throat> so much yeah that's crazy okay so I, I fully understand where you're at i didn't have to do it on a podcast <laughs> so everyone's a little hypercube floating around mm-hmm. i'm like okay well, i don't even know where to start i don't even know where to start i think i need to stand okay so so when we're like in Andy Murphy's class. Yeah. Floating around the Akashic Records. Right. We are literally floating. Like the Akka is made out of all of our hypercubes. Yeah. Just like floating around like all of the timelines, all of the options. Well, the Akka. I mean, I, I, the, like the vo- like Akka saw. Yeah. Like the, Aka- I mean, the Akashic, Akashic is field. made out of all of our 
lived out timeline all of the timelines that ever could be would be forever and on right so when we're like in our little merkaba in our little third eye brains Mm -hmm. floating around the void and shit Mm -hmm. and like or even when we're neuroplasticity training and like reparenting yeah and all of these like healthy coping mechanisms we're like going back into our little hypercube focusing on a moment in time and acknowledging the oh my god the hypercube is the grid sorry i just had a big thing yeah and like we're acknowledging the timeline that happened and then we are then choosing to to go this is a timeline that could have happened where my mom told me i she loved me or we can go on to this other timeline where I don't didn't ever need my mom to tell me that she loved me. Or we can go, you know, like yeah. to all of these different options, just like in the hypercube of our mind, which is, yeah, the matrix of everything, right. which is like what we are living in right. and the simulation in which the matrix is trying to get out of. Like the Matrix, the movie is trying to get out of, but this is like why we are in, came here, right? To this human existence, cube, hypercube, right? Which then that fucking movie, the cube, right? (laughs) Has anyone seen the cube? We've talked about it a lot on this show, I think. If y'all haven't seen the cube. schedule a watch we need to have a watch party because that basically explains this whole idea kind of i mean mean, it gives a visual representation of it for sure though yeah yeah crazy right so then like in your lived experience you your conscious has memories of hopping through these different moments in time Mm -hmm. and some of them you they're like bad memories and so Mm -hmm. part of you is stuck there Mm -hmm. and so in doing that and like revisiting that moment and like reparenting your inner child in the moment or you know just telling yourself that it's going to be okay like something bad is about to happen to you but Mm -hmm. you're going to be okay and in the future you're going to be able to use this to teach so many people about you know about how what to do in this situation you Mm -hmm. know like whatever it Mm -hmm. is so it's it really does become like the structured way to start you can like find your sticky spots, mm-hmm. clean them up so that you can more easily find like align to your highest timeline. That's crazy. I but also chewing on <clears throat> the the death bubble or what did she call what did Aurora call it? The membrane? Yeah, death, death membrane mm-hmm. and how you bounce off it and then you have to restart. Mm-hmm. And like as I'm playing like Spyro or whatever, yeah, you that's exactly what you do, right? You, you run respond. around, yeah. Oh, you have to respond at star every time, which is so annoying, right? <laughs> like that is, I hate, I hate when you have to re- like spawn at start, right? That's just the worst. But it's like you go a little bit farther, you, and that's a, that's such a three five, right? It's such a three five way to do things, right? Is like try fail try, try fail again. yeah yeah <laughs> try die but try again try that's again the whole thing so okay so what you're talking about the death membrane yeah in the flying rainbow lasagna class she's like explaining how um as you like go through these moments and you when you when you hit the end of a timeline which is the death membrane mm-hmm. when you die at the end of a timeline the energy gets like recycled back into the grid the uh, like everything and oh, shoot i don't remember why i was going the death membrane is the inside of yeah like the as you're trying to align to the highest timeline which gets you through yeah. so that like you're immortal and you live forever like the god that you are are when you hit the death membrane then oh yeah you then you start come back and you recycle to the beginning and start over mm-hmm. but as a conscious being this is that was like what we used to do we have now yeah. evolved into humans that are like conscious enough now if we do our work and figure out how to do it or remember how to do it um 
that you can start over and then you get to an end and then you're like, or you get to a decision and you're like, wait, <gasps> if I do, is that what Jessa Reed did? if I do, if I go down this timeline, what is going to happen? Okay. This is what's going to happen. If I go down this, if I make this choice and go down this timeline, what's going to happen? So now you get to, instead of dying, you can make, you can make aligned choices. Like you can make higher consciousness choices because you're not in it. You can see above it. Whoa. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. That's so interesting. Yeah, I know. And it like really makes you think, I don't know. It gives you, it gives me a lot of like, uh, agency, agency to do things, you know, to, to do things differently than other yeah. people and to like, step away from yeah. mainstream, you know? That's so interesting. How many ever, do you ever think about how many times you've died? Or like um, how many times you could have died? Maybe like, no, I'll say no, I haven't, but it's probably a lot. Like there are some instances where maybe they were like driving in the car. Oh yeah. And you're like driving and you feel like something's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, like someone's trying to get in your lane and you like, yeah, totally. And then you're like, Whoa, if I didn't know that that happened, I could like, we could have just been toast. Yeah, totally. And like thinking back in like to those moments or like, man, I'd really could have just like tripped over the edge of this and yeah. died. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. 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 Is that really, is that you dying in one reality? I think so. I think so too. It's, or it, it's you dying in a past reality. Or and how many like, realities oh, are well, you infinite. dead in? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. A lot. Infinite, but one. Yeah, exactly. You know, theoretically. Yeah. Um, Kind of off topic, but an interesting thought along the lines of like, I guess it's kind of, I don't know, whatever. So there's also this idea floating around the internet that there's only so many consciousnesses. Mm-hmm. So there's one one idea that there's like 12 consciousnesses right. f- that are around. And it's like the 12 archetypes of the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Also 12 profiles in a human design. There's that too. Okay. <laughs> so we're just going to leave that idea. Okay. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Boop. I saw a video yesterday about this guy was like, have you ever thought about you being the only one that exists? And like kind of, he kind of explains how since we are all one consciousness, we are only one. So you are one person that exists in experiencing in eight billion different different lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, Interesting thought. I remember as a child, my biggest anxiety was thinking that none of my friends existed. None of my family. It was all in my head. And I would wake up one day in like an insane asylum. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And like nothing in my reality existed. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. (laughs) And I remember thinking like, what if I wake up? What if one day they just have never existed? Mm-hmm. Like my friends at school. I just have never gone to that school. Right. Or whatever. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, kids are plugged in. Kids are so plugged in. Dude. But yeah, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, what if I, what, like, what if, I mean, as I grew older, that thought turned into like, what if they have never liked me? Yeah. Totally. And like, they've just been lying. Right. Which, anxiety yeah <laughs> i didn't realize i was anxious no until yeah like now last week yeah last, yeah like 2020 <laughs> yeah which was basically last week <laughs> right <laughs> but and then also okay on this anxiety thing we didn't know we were anxious definitely i've been anxious my whole life mm-hmm. and that i mean it's a, definitely a thing Go, but, and then on the egregores is everybody on tiktok and also going back to our <laughs> episode a couple of weeks ago, everybody on TikTok self-diagnosing their ADHD and egregore. And we're all like, oh, you're doing it and I do it. And it's not actually a thing, but people think it's a thing. And uh, maybe I don't know. I think that it's not an egregore. And I think that everybody is just not. I think no one's typical. No one's, yeah, exactly. I think no one's neurotypical. Yeah. I think that's well, I think 
I think people are neurotypical, but I think NPCs are neurotypical. No, I think well, <laughs> maybe, but I I think that I th- I think it's a result of being of living out of our like lower dimensional yeah trauma. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if we start okay, this is getting back into like rainbow lasagna stuff, but I feel like if we start like living from the heart or from the throat or the bra- or the third eye or the crown chakras like if you start existing more higher dimensionally than just from your emotions i think we can become more neurotypical but i think it's like oh not quite learned behavior but i think it's like a A trauma result like a symptom of living out of survival fear Mm -hmm. and emotional survival fear all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i mean we can totally talk about this with seth lyons too yeah but Seth Lion. I keep adding an S. It's just Lion. <laughs> One Lion. One ma- majestic Lion. One Lion. Because, yeah, I was watching more, like, ADHD talks. And, you know, we're just not relating with every single thing, but relating right. with a lot of the things. And I'm like, I know I'm not. Like, some people are super ADHD. And I'm not that ADHD. But. Yeah. You know, I know that I know exactly where some rubber bands are oh. like in the drawer that is, you know, three rooms away. You know, oh, like yeah. I can find. I only know where things are in chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know either. I, th- and then I'm just like, I, d- I just. I don't know. I worry about our youth. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I worry about our youth because I watched Euphoria, mm-hmm. and I know that's not a documentary right. of I what our youth are going yet. through. That's the HBO one with Zendaya, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. But it's, they're like, everyone's on drugs, or like hypersex, which I'm pretty sure Gen Z is like the least ones having sex. Cool. But That's I don't good. know. Yeah. But I'm like, this is the world that these children have to grow up in is actual chaos. I have hope for Gen Z and Gen Alpha. I, have I think hope. my kids I, are technically Gen Alpha, but I think that the millennial parents I, are like, yeah. they're, I mean, they're going to change. We're, we, we are going to change everything. I think so too, but goodness gracious. We are. I, I feel like a lot of those. Those movies are showing timelines of what could happen yeah. if we go down this, like, one timeline. Like, that movie, that show Sweet Tooth. Did you guys ever watch Sweet Tooth no, on Netflix? No, didn't. That one's a movie about what happens after a plague breaks out and all these hybrid, like, oh, children mm-hmm. are born and they're hybrid animals, human-animal babies. And it, like, becomes this, like, whole thing. But it's, obviously, human-animal babies aren't being born right now. Or maybe they are. Actually, I have no idea. But... Uh, the sickness thing, like the, the co- like the way that people were treating each other after mm. like a, you know, a COVID like plague had swept the country, swept the world. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. So a lot of these movies are playing up these, you know, um, apocalyptic timelines. Yeah. Partially in order to scare us, partially in order to elicit an emotional reaction out of us, which is actually plugging us back into the matrix because we get scared of those things thinking that they're going to be, be happening and then we just get caught up thinking about what could happen in these like apocalyptic apocalyptic timelines which are the least likely timelines also very true anyway i forgot what we were talking about i forgot what we were talking about also but movies are now are so weird <laughs> they're so weird it's either a remake of something that was already done or it's a doomsday or it's a doomsday plague movie there are no or quality comedies oh out God. since i don't even know i don't even like know because Paul nothing Rudd. even holds up anymore you go back and watch stuff and you're like okay misogyny oh. like wh- how is that a funny joke oh okay rape culture like <laughs> gosh let me just friends sorry that show is awful okay oh go ahead. warren and i were watching the f kitchen the f word the f word from gordon ramsay on hulu oh. it was like okay a bbc show in Le- in england or london or wherever in the early 2000s okay oh god <sighs> holy balls we had to turn it off yeah because 
what the fuck? Yeah, I believe so, it. So, Warren, Gordon was trying to do this campaign to bring women back into the kitchen because there were so much, so many women in his sphere that didn't know, don't know how to cook. Oh boy, mole. And they, <laughs> he just wants to see women back in the kitchen because men love going to the kitchen. They love cooking and they know how to cook and like be like love it in the kitchen. And Whoa. women just like don't know how to do anything in the kitchen. Wait, what? And this woman was like, we've been made to go into the right, kitchen. Right. And also do a full-time job and right. also <laughs> take care her. of the children and also put dinner on the table. Right. And then clean and up after like the it. <laughs> like you're wanting me to enjoy the time in the kitchen while I'm doing a hundred thousand other things. Right. He was like, well, make time, make time, do spend time, spend less time on your hair and nails. <gasps> And more time in the kitchen. Oh, my God. You guys, this was only 20 years ago. This was only 20 years <sighs> ago. Like, and how heinous that is now. I was like, we need to turn this off before I rage against Gordon Ramsay. Okay. I know that I talk about Survivor a lot, but I have to, like, give it up for Jeff Probst. Because yeah. same kind of thing. That show has been on since 2001. And yeah. when you go back to the beginning seasons, it's, I mean, it's not like full out, you know, uh, yeah. sexism or anything like that, but they'll point out like, oh, the women have, the women beat out the men or they'll, they'll just kind of make like comments like that. And after now 20 years of doing it, this last season, um, they like made a huge thing about revamping the entire show after COVID and being like, okay, this, you know, the world almost ended this. We have our chance now to like do something new and different. And they revamped the whole game and they added all these new elements. And Jeff Probst will even go in or was even like, so for 20 years, I've been saying this phrase to get you guys to come into the, um, like the competition area. Mm -hmm. He says, he says, come on, get, come on in guys. And he's like, this is 2021. Do we still like the word guys? I'm going to open this to discussion oh. with the entire cast. What do we think about the word guys? That's so cool. And one, the only person who spoke up was a queer woman. And she was like, I'm okay with guys. Guys is fine. It's, it doesn't bother me. And so everyone after that was kind of like, okay, great. And then the next day, uh, one of the survivors came up for the, at the competition. and was like, you know what? I changed my mind. I actually don't like guys. I think we should just drop guys. And Jeff was like, great. I think we should drop drop guys. Let's just drop guys and just I'll just say, come on in. Yeah. And he, Jeff was like, I want to be of the moment, too. I want to evolve Ugh. because they've had some things come out on the show. One guy outed a trans guy on the show. Jeez. Oh, um, there was um, issues with sexual assault or not sexual assault, but like touching unwanted, unwanted touching. And Survivor like had to deal with it. And they did a really good job mm-hmm. after those things happened of like owning their mistakes, owning that they probably didn't handle this the right way, but now we know and we can do it better the next time. And then with Jeff being like, let's change our language. That's the cool. same things that I've been saying for 20 years. How do I update this? Like, I want to be of the times too. So I just got to give a shout out to Jeff. That's awesome. Because fucking Survivor, you think of it as just like some silly game, but it's yeah. actually like a very interesting social experiment, mm. microcosm of the world. So many different people come together and it's, it's really good. Highly recommend. Well, thank God for Jeff Probst. Seriously. And honestly, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. He's probably also come around. Ha- yeah. Yeah. I think now he's a different. And I will give it up to Gordon Ramsay because he will talk like in his other shows, mm-hmm. like the restaurant nightmares or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'll talk to the business owner, the men, and like really get to why they are the way that they are and it's usually like an emotional issue Mm -hmm. so he does promote like positive man male interaction like transformation yeah that's cool so i could give him give him that and i'm sure it was the whole production yeah and you know of the the f word and the times and everything but it was just like oh my god (laughs) this is crazy that these people are talking like this yeah what the fuck but anyway We've gotten so off track. <laughs> but I think that's okay. I think that was good. That was good. I think we're good. I think we're good. 
I think good weed, good combo, good coffee. Good on all accounts. Well, yo. Till next time, till folks. Next time. Guess what, you guys? We're going to Bend, Oregon. We're very excited. We're yeah, we're go. good. We're beat. We're there right now. Oh yeah, when this comes out. Yeah. We're gonna be checking out the slopes. Walking them on our snowshoes snow because nobody skis. I mean, no, no, mom skis. I would sled. There's a sled park. I probably sled. I'd rather snowshoe though because I've never actually snowshoed before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like walking, but with wider <laughs> steps. Yeah, I believe it. A little bit of a <laughs> workout. I've actually never snowshoed. Mom got snowshoes and then Evan wore them during in the snow like uh-huh. a couple years ago. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's what snowshoeing yeah. is. Just walking in the <laughs> walking snow. Walking in the snow. But anyway, we we'll love you guys. We'll yeah. be back the following week or whenever the next one comes out. We'll be back all the time. Till then. Bye. Keep smoking. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Egregore. Egregore. You can find us online at chronicgals.com. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at chronicgals underscore podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Catch the video version of this episode on our YouTube channel. Check us out every other Thursday for a new episode.